Ashe, my beautiful souls, and welcome to another episode of Sips with Shay. I really just want to dive in this because this is on me. So you know when something's on you, you got to get that off. So I want to ask a very direct question. What are you afraid of? And I asked that question with an energy of vulnerability. Like, what are you generally afraid of? Because I know a lot of us may answer that question and be like, what, fear ain't real? (laughs) Or we'll say something like, "Eh, whatever I'm afraid of, I dealt with, which is cool, no judgment. But some of us genuinely have fears where it literally stops us in our tracks. And it could be a literal fear of, I'm afraid that I'm going to get shot. I'm afraid to go outside because something happened and, and trauma's there. It could be a fear of, I'm just afraid of, you know, the dark. I'm afraid of somebody snatching me up. I'm afraid of, you know, walking outside. You know, your fear could be whatever your fear is. But the question is, what are you afraid of? Because... I don't know about you, but I know for me, a lot of my fears have been resurfacing. A lot of the things that I thought that I was over or I dealt with or wasn't really a big issue or put it like this, I tucked away because that's what a lot of us do. It's now resurfacing and now it's like deal with me. So what are your fears that cause you to literally be stagnated in your growth? And that question requires you to take time to really dissect and break down each area of your life that might feel stagnant. I'll go first because y'all know I'm an open book. One of my fears is the fear of success. And I know somebody's like, no, she did not. Yes, I did. And I know a lot of people might, you know, say, wait, did she mean a fear of failure? No, no, no. I've never really had a fear of failing because to me, failure means that I tried. I did something. It didn't work, but I could always try again. Or I aimed for something, I just missed my mark, but I could I could still aim again. Failure doesn't really scare me. I don't get nervous if I don't do something right. That has I don't get nervous if I get embarrassed and it's like, oh man, I'm the one who flipped the light off by accident. That doesn't bother me like it may bother other people. If I fail, I know that I can get back up. I know that I can aim again, set a new plan. I'm not concerned with failing. Failing also doesn't bother me because sometimes failing just means, you know, I might have to just reprogram my thinking to understand, all right, what do I need to do differently? So failing doesn't really take me out of my comfort zone, to be honest. Can I say what it is? Failing doesn't take me out of being me. And that's just my truth. Now, success. Let me, let me tell you what that does. Success scares me because success requires a higher vibration of thinking. Success requires a higher focus, a higher 
mental clarity. It, it requires a new perspective on what to do and how to get it done. It requires a new group of friends. It requires a new way of doing things. It, it requires you to speak different and eat different and move different. Success to me births newness. It's the unknown. Now, if we get to the root of everything, to me, the fear of anything is the root of the unknown. What are you afraid of? You're afraid of being poor. Why? Because you don't know the unknown. You don't know what can happen. You don't know how long you'll be poor. You don't know if you could get the money. You don't know. You have a fear of being cheated on. Why? Because you don't know if it can happen. Everything consists with, I just don't know, so I'm afraid of it. I haven't experienced it yet. So I don't want to experience it. So I'm afraid of it. So I'm just not going to do it. And for me, I haven't really met people in my circle that I can say are successful in the lifestyle that I want. Have I seen success? Absolutely. I think everybody has seen it. Have you seen people overcome the fears that you have? Absolutely. We've all seen people do things that we may be afraid of, but somebody is doing it. Therefore... Something in our mind should think logically, if you will, to say, okay, so nothing bad will happen. It's possible. This can work. This, this outcome of irrational thinking is just in my head because obviously somebody walked through and, and, and nothing happened. Some, I could easily say, okay, well, somebody made millions of dollars and they're successful and they're fine. But when we get to the root of our fears, a lot of it is, or to me, this is a personal thought. I put it in two categories, irrational thoughts or traumatic thoughts. And the irrational thoughts are just what's been projected by other people. They're just irrational. Like, girl, don't, don't, don't walk in the dark because something might come out and jump you. Ain't nothing happened to her, but she telling you that irrational. Just, just don't make no sense, right? Like, boo-boo the fool is going to touch your leg. Irrational. Versus traumatic, where it's like I walked down the dark alley, got robbed at gunpoint. That made me a little uneasy, right? Traumatic. So, when you look at what has made you fearful, you have to ask yourself, were my thoughts rational and if they were rational, were they based off of a trauma that I never really dealt with? Because a lot of us are stagnated. And if we really work backwards, we would realize we're stagnated, not due to us not being capable or able to defeat our fears, but we're stagnated because we don't know if we actually can overcome our fears. If you knew that everything would be okay, you would probably be what I would say fearless. You would probably do the things that you wanted to do for years if you knew that everything was going to work out, that none of your fears were ever going to come to fruition and everything was just a win, 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 win. 
you would just go, right? But because there are some thoughts in your mind that has led you to believe, but what if you fail? What if you succeed? What if you don't have the funds? What if this person leaves? Will you ever find another person? Because you have these beliefs in your brain that's blocking the the end goal you stop and you say you know what i'm just i'm just not even gonna see what's on the other side of this fear your fear is as powerful as you make it just like your faith is as powerful as you make it it's so amazing to me that we live in a world where we have so much power and yet we use our power to birth negative energy. We use our power to birth fearful actions. We don't use our power to create the life that we want, the money we deserve, the love that we want, the peace that we, we acquire. We don't use all of this power for that we we basically use our power to stay at a dead-end job to stay in an unfulfilled relationship to stay in a home that we know we don't want to live in anymore to be around people we really don't like because we are afraid of the idea just the idea of what if when did what if become so scary let me let me take you back real quick can we go back to a time when you were young and you had the imagination of I can be anything and I can do anything. You didn't jump at every little thing. You were fearless. Let's put an age on it. Let's say what? Five. Five years old. And everything was just bright. Nobody was rushing you to grow up. You didn't even know how to say the word responsibilities. And you were allowed to just dream. You were allowed to color outside the lines. Nobody ever really cared if it was perfect because you were expressing your creativity. Fear didn't exist. And any fear that you had, you know what would happen? Your parent, if you had a good parent, let's just say what it is. They would beat that fear. And what do I mean by beat that fear? If you were afraid that there was a monster under your bed, your parent would be like, there's no monster under your bed. I'm here. And that would give you this confidence like, yeah, there's nothing under my bed. My mom or my dad or my guardian is here. I'm safe. So what happened? What happened to that five-year-old with the brilliant mind who colored out the lines and didn't give any cares about making it purple, who mixed colors and, and, and didn't care what matched and what didn't match. What happened to that brilliant mind that now is filled, like jam-packed with insecurities and fears and regrets and, and, and all of this dark thoughts? Where, what happened? I'll tell you what happened. You allowed yourself to be susceptible to other people's words. 
you allowed yourself to fall into a victim mentality at some point. You allowed yourself to believe some forms of lying, whether it was from your mom, from a friend, but it had to be from somebody you believed or you gave some type of power to. Something shook you up to the point where you was like, all right, I'm going to just not. I'm going to just sit this one out. When spirit was telling you, no, go forth. Keep going. See, so many people have these concepts of what fear is. Right? Right? But all of that doesn't take away from the person who's literally afraid in that moment. When you are terrified of something, a lot of times you're not going to put your mind into, oh, this isn't real. It's like it grips you. It's, it, it, it's cold. You don't know how to move. So... What are you afraid of? And what I've learned is call it out. If you're afraid of the unknown, say it. I am afraid of the unknown. And don't leave it there. But now you got to follow up with something positive. I'm afraid of the unknown, but I'm more curious than I am afraid. I'm afraid of failure, but I'm more hungry than I am afraid. I am afraid of being alone, but I love me more than being in this situation. See, I've learned when it comes to dealing with fear, you have to have something more powerful that defeats that. And a lot of us will say, well, my faith is high. Yeah, on paper is high. But in reality, do you really go into your pocket of fear or do you go into your pocket of faith? Which one? Because I feel like this. If we had candy in each pocket, one represented the candy of faith and the candy of fear. I feel like that candy of fear is running low because you just keep dipping in that. You don't dip in that faith pocket as much as you should. And right now, this is the time where your fears may be resurfacing. The things that you thought you just hid away and it was like, I'll come back to that next year. Well, next year is here. And why are they resurfacing? I'm going to tell you why. Because it's your time. It is your time now to branch out. And spirit told me this, so I have to tell you this. Because you're representations of me and I am representations of you. It is time to branch out. Why is it time to branch out? Not even for yourself. Can we get real, real? It's not even for you. It's because there are people waiting and looking and hungry for what you have to give. And when I'm a Southern woman. Right. And y'all may not believe it. Whatever. I'm from Virginia. Say what y'all want to say about Virginia. A lot of y'all say it ain't in the South, but it is to me. Okay. And I was always taught if a person is hungry, feed them. Feed them. 
I've even heard people say, feed your enemy. I'm like, hold up. See, we're going to have to talk about that. But the main thing is when you're hungry, you need to be fed. So someone that you don't even know exist is hungry for what spirit has birthed in you and you are held accountable you are obligated to feed them whether you know them or not you are obligated and held responsible to give us what you were birthed with and if you have to do it afraid do it afraid. Why? Because, baby, your calling doesn't belong to you. Your gift, it doesn't belong to you. Your healing, all of it, it, you're just holding a place for it, but it doesn't belong to you. There are people scratching their heads waiting for you. They don't even know who you are and you don't know who they are, but they are so hungry. Like they are eating scraps because you keep tiptoeing on your gift because you're afraid. You keep tiptoeing and playing, you know, hopscotch and hide and go seek with the gifts that were bestowed upon you. And that's not fair to those who need that. It's not about you. When your parent would go into the room when you were scared, imagine if they told you, look, baby, I'm scared too, so I can't really help you. They didn't do that. What did they do? They sucked it up and they beat down anything invisible that you may have saw, but they beat them down because they realize it's not about me. It's about them. It's about you. I don't think we would have ever been able to look at our parent the same if they had said, listen, I'm afraid of what you're afraid of. So what are we both going to do about it? Imagine. Now, some of you may have experienced that, but for the ones who experienced their parent putting on their superhero cape and going in and, and battling the invisible monster under the bed or holding their hand or whatever. Imagine if your parent said, I can't because I'm afraid to. They made a decision to suck it up. And that's what you may have to do. You may have to walk with your fears because your gifts don't belong to you. And when you realize that you're called for something greater, that will surpass any fears that you have. Because you'll realize it's bigger than me. If you are a parent listening to this, you know that when your child is afraid, Something in you activates fearlessness. It's like your fearlessness button gets activated. Like you just have to protect them. You don't care what's happening. You go into protective mode. Well, look at it like that when it comes to your calling. If you got to skip down the block with fear, 
whispering in your ear, but your calling is pulling you forward. Don't let go of that calling. Keep going. And if you got to do it afraid, know that spirit is always with you and you are never alone. But first, my love, what are you afraid of? Acknowledge it. Look it in the face and deal with it. You're never alone. Peace.